Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Now, with a look at local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. I'm Hannah Newhouse here in our Concord, North Carolina location, joined by Kyle Rickey. And it is Wednesday, July 17th in uh, Kyle, the Pinty Series took to the streets of Toronto this past weekend for the Grand Prix of Toronto, and it turned out to be an exciting finish in NASCAR overtime. Came down to a green-white checker finish, and uh, it was a physical green-white checker finish there on the streets of Toronto on Saturday afternoon. Alex Tagliani did a masterful job in not only restarting the event and controlling his pace, which I want to talk to him about here in a little bit when we have him on, because he has an interesting restart technique, but once they got racing, it was hot and heavy for two laps. Andrew Ranger made contact with him several times. LP Dumoulin was there. Kevin Lacroix, uh, all among the top four finishers, but all had a shot at the race win in the closing corners of the event. It was a good one. Yeah, all the race was on Fans Choice TV. I saw a lot of videos being posted on Twitter of what came down to that, like you said, that green-white checkered. And from the sounds of it, Tagliani did this last year at the Grand Prix of Toronto, had the win almost in the bag, and then lost it so it sounds like he was looking for redemption yeah he had it in the bag a year ago and then well the bag bursts as they say uh bursted on the final lap of the race and he ended up i believe in the second spot a year ago redemption it was this year he was able to claim the win lead most of the laps and is now very much a part of the championship battle as we race into the uh almost the second half of the season uh as they wrapped up their fourth race of the year in toronto heading to the uh the west coast of canada here in the next couple of weeks yeah, looking forward to talking to Alex Tagliani a little bit later. Andrew Ranger, always competitive in that series, came home second, followed by LP Dumoulin, Kevin Lacroix, and JF Dumoulin rounded out the top five from Toronto. But also, we always talk about how everyone in the NASCAR ranks eventually wants to make it to the top ranks of NASCAR, being the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. And a driver that we've all gotten to know really well, who's proved himself throughout the NASCAR ranks, is making his Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series debut this weekend. And we'll have Andy Sice on here in a little bit. But Andy's one of those drivers that everyone looks up to because he's done his time, he's cut his teeth, and it's now proved as he makes his debut this weekend. Yeah, he's been in the Modified Series both up here in New England on the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour for a number of years and obviously a former past champion in what was the NASCAR Southern Wheelan Modified Tour about five years ago, claimed that championship. So he's done his time on the short tracks, uh, both north and south, and he heads home this weekend to 
not only run his NASCAR wheel and modified on Friday in the All-Star race and then on Saturday in the 100-lap points-paying event, but he'll be making his Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series debut on Sunday, driving for Rick Ware Racing. A well-earned opportunity. I hope he does well. Uh, it's going to be fun to see both uh, Andy in the field and Ryan Priest in the field on Sunday. Obviously, Ryan has done well in the Modified at New Hampshire over the years as well. And from the sounds of it, maybe Ryan Priest, Andy Sice, and then if Ryan Newman's back on this game plan as well, they all need to collectively get together and share a golf cart because those three are going to be busy this weekend. Yeah, that came up in Kentucky this past weekend. I got a chance to sit down with uh, Ryan Priest for an interview for NASCAR Live this week with Mike Bagley, and uh, we talked about how busy he was going to be running not only both modified races and the cup race, but also having to accommodate all the family and friends that are going to want to be a part of his very special race weekend at his home track in New Hampshire. Talked to Chris Busher about it as well, and Chris is like, yeah, I have no family and friends in Kentucky or in New Hampshire, but I have no passes for that race as Ryan has kindly asked me if he could use them all this weekend. So he's going to be busy boy this weekend. And, and I can't wait to be a part of it up there with him. The modified racers are taking over New Hampshire this weekend in all levels of NASCAR. So we look forward to talking to Andy Sice after the break here on NASCAR. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for know your drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments, experience realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. A busy weekend in store at New Hampshire Motor Speedway for a handful of drivers who are pulling double duty in both the NASCAR Whelan Modified Tour and the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. And one of those drivers who's also making his debut in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, Andy Sice, joins us on the guest line. Andy, thanks for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Thank you for having me. Now, before we get into how busy of a weekend it's going to be, this weekend is slated to be a little bit more exciting for you as you get ready to make your debut in the Cup Series with Rick Ware Racing. Talk about the excitement to essentially finally make it to that level. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Um, you know, it just through my career, kind of hit obstacles that didn't let us get there before. So I'd just about given up on it, and, and Rick kind of proposed the idea to me and the plan he had, and um, you know, I didn't even get my hopes up then because I, I'd been there before and had stuff fall apart. But 
I got to thank Rick for being a man of his word, making it all happen, and, I mean, really making my dream come true. This deal with Rick Ware Racing announced about two weeks or so ago, and you mentioned how he approached you. How long has, I guess, he been working on this deal with you? When did you? When were you first approached about the possibility of making your Cup Series debut this weekend? Well, we tossed the idea around when his son tested our, our car at Charlotte. Carson did a great job and, um, you know, took right to it. And we kind of threw around some, some plans there, but it, it just didn't really line up the things that had to happen. And uh, then just randomly called me and said, hey, let's, we're, we're doing it. Now, regardless of the other uh, details that didn't work out, we're doing it. So it's been pretty neat. And I've been very fortunate. Uh, the excitement from my home state and uh, the companies that have jumped on board, you know, supporters in the past of mine and then, and then new people like Weaver Brothers Construction, who I actually raced against for years, uh, all the, to make our attempt, you know, that much better, put some tires on the car and really make a great effort. So it's been an pretty incredible ride the last few weeks that's for sure and you'd mentioned it there this is the opportunity that you're getting to go home your family your friends are going to be there not only you're going to be driving a modified but you get to do this opportunity in front of everyone that you know essentially supported you from the beginning um what's the emotional part of getting to do this at a, a home track it's pretty incredible because in the past you know when, it, when it's other tracks it's, you know you'll get the support of everybody and it'll be a big deal but the amount of people that have reached out and said, we're going, you know, we, we hadn't gone to a race in years. We're going, we want to support you. It's been absolutely incredible. It's, uh, you know, made a, a bigger deal to me than I really imagined it would when we, we first made the plan. So even in, in talking, I knew it would be cooler to do it at Loudon than say a Chicago or somewhere like that. But now that it's happening, it's pretty incredible. You have a lot of laps at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway in a modified. How do you prepare for what's going to happen on Sunday? I know there are a lot of drivers watch video and study video and do the iRacing or simulator thing. How will you prepare uh, going into this weekend? Well, I've reached out to as many people as I can. Um, I have a little bit of simulator time. I'm hoping to get some more before the weekend. And I have that one K&N start there that probably be the biggest thing I can lean on. And, you know, you go from the modified where everybody goes, you know, there's so much grip and you're sending in so much deeper. But I'll actually say that I uh, was pleasantly surprised by the K&N car, how much grip it had. You know, hopefully the, the cup car will be the same. Uh, you know, I've been at the Rick Ware shop a couple times now. I'm just leaving there now and, you know, pleading with the guys to be patient with me about my – while I learn, and they've been awesome. So uh, I got to thank Corey LaJoy, who's, who's been, you know, just incredible for me to lean on and help me with learning. Um, and, and I know every lap out there I will be learning. At first I was thinking about not doing the modified race and focusing on the cup car, but come on, let's, let's be honest. That wouldn't be as fun as doing a modified and a cup car. So had to do that and Hopefully I'll be able to separate the two. You, you know, I mean, I got a lot of back and forth getting in one car and out of the other. and uh, At least I'll have laps on Loudon in the Modified, which I'm familiar with, then into the Cup car. Uh, got my fingers crossed for qualifying because I, I would have liked the three Cup practices and then qualify. So I'm literally only going to have one round of Cup car experience at all before having to time trial it. So it'll be a learning experience and, 
you know, in, in the ARCA car and everything else, I just try to get better every lap. I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'll still be learning absolutely every lap of the cup race. So uh, those guys at Rickway Racing, like I said, have been incredibly patient and, and we all have our same expectations and, you know, hopefully we have our ducks in a row come race time. And you'd mentioned it there, how busy this weekend is going to be with you with the all-star race on Friday, the modified race on Saturday, and obviously the cup race on Sunday. Have you and Priest and Newman all got together to figure out how you're going to share a golf cart or something? Because it is going to be a crazy hectic weekend for you. I'll probably have to get with them at the track um, <laughs> and we'll figure that out. I'm, I'm a little bit low man on the totem pole. Maybe they've got, you know, a, a plan already devised, but. Right now, I know I have to get out of one car and run to the other side of the racetrack is the only plan I got. But, um, you know, definitely going to be crazy, but we're, we're really excited. We're going to have the, the family-owned number 70 Rockingham Boat Modified out there for the first time in a few years. So uh, the guys and my dad are busy getting it ready in New Hampshire. I'm going to head up there tomorrow so I can maybe help them out a little bit. But they got it pretty much handled. and. I'm excited to get that back out on the track after driving for different people the last few years. You are one of 39 Modifieds entered for the race on Saturday. Of course, there will be 20 cars, including yourself, in the exhibition all-star race on Friday afternoon. That will run 35 laps, but 39 entries, one of the largest I can remember in quite some time. Usually we see 31 to 35 or so. What does that say about modified racing right now uh, up in the Northeast as you know, you are a veteran modified racer up here along with a Southern champion? It's, it's pretty exciting. You know, it's obviously kind of uplifting to see the modified back as healthy as they are. Everybody knows that that's a pretty damn exciting race up there. You know, it's pretty awesome on when you're getting ready for the modified race, you can look over in the cup garage and there's really nobody on top of the haulers. And when you get that one to go to green for the start of the race, you look over to the cup garage and they're full, you, you know, everybody in the garage is looking forward to the modified. So it's pretty exciting that we'll be able to give them a full field for their show I know the fans love it up there. It's always a great crowd and uh, a, a great race. And, you know, that's, that's the best modifieds in the country that assemble for that race. It's a pretty, pretty big deal to win up there. And, you know, we're hoping to add our name to the list of winners this time out. Always a lot of excitement in that race. And that being said, with this being a double event weekend for the modifieds, that all-star race on Friday, the regular race on Saturday, how do you guys approach a race like this where a lot of these teams that show up <laughs> only bring one car probably for their team for the weekend. Um, how do you approach a, the all-star race? I mean, I'd like to tell you that, you know, I'm in that boat and, and I only got one car. We joke around. It's our speedway short track road tours car, but, and I'd like to tell you that we're all real smart and trying to play nice, but you know what? A, a win at the, at Loudon, whether it be the all-star race or the hundred lap on Saturday, it, it's a win and we all want it. So, We've seen some carnage up there in the past. We hope for the best, but, um, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said I was trying to take it easy at all. You know, we're going to be going out there for a win, and we'll worry about Saturday come Saturday. New Hampshire Motor Speedway opened in 1990. This is the 30th consecutive season that the track has hosted the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour Every year, multiple times, at least two and as many as four in those opening years, it was the 
first racetrack that I saw my first major event, a cup race and, and the Modifieds and the Old Bush North Series. Do you remember your first time going to New Hampshire Motor Speedway as a kid as you get set to, to race in NASCAR's top level there this weekend? I remember it vividly. Um, I wasn't old enough. My parents didn't want to take me to the cup race on Sunday. It was, it was a long, hot afternoon, as we're going to have this Sunday. And friend of ours, Bob Hutchinson and his family brought me up to see the cup cars qualify on Friday. And I grew up in super modified country between Star Speedway and Lee. That was our weekly track in New Hampshire. But that was where I first fell in love with modifieds. I went there to watch cup series qualifying. And then it was, what are these crazy cars just darting all over the place, pushing each other around, drafting three wide, all that. Um, so I was about eight years old at the time. It was incredible to, to go there. And ever since then, it was a big deal to go see the modified. So, I mean, my first chance to go through the tunnel as a competitor uh, was incredible and a chance I never thought I'd get. So now to be part of those cars qualifying that, that I, as a kid, go see, is uh, it's pretty good. I, I do, I get goosebumps even talking about it now. It's, it's more than I can tell you exciting and is important to me well from eight years old like you said falling in love with the sport to making your debut this weekend we wish you the best of luck this up and coming weekend at new hampshire and both kyle and i will be there so we'll make sure we come say hi come say hi tell me to calm down and enjoy it because i'm sure i'll be all wound up awesome best of luck to you this weekend thank you that was Andy Stice on the guest line, making his debut in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series this weekend at New Hampshire. Also piloting a NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour uh, car this weekend as well. But when we return, we'll talk Pinty Series racing. With We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Auto Parts. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. The battle for the 2019 championship will be filled with twists and turns. we, we got to kind of calm down for these speedway races because you can use the bumper, but you end up taking 10 other people with you. Each weekday, NASCAR Today brings you the top stories in the sport. That's a totally different experience for me and Cup. In the garage, at the track, or behind the scenes, NASCAR Today keeps you up to speed every weekday. Go for it. What do we got to lose? I don't know. I mean, you might as well try it, right? Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. The NASCAR Pinty Series took to the streets of Toronto this past weekend for the Grand Prix of Toronto. And it was a winner, Alex Tagliani, who found his way into victory lane, and he joins us on the guest line now. Alex, congratulations on your win this past weekend, and thanks for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Yeah, thank you so much. 
Now, it came down to a pretty wild finish there. Uh, NASCAR overtime, green-white checkered. Talk me through those last couple laps and the emotion before eventually winding up in victory lane. Yeah, it was um, it was a pretty interesting race. Um, it was uh, nice all weekend long. We had some uh, bad thunderstorm uh, a few hours before the race, and uh, it just dried in time. Uh, race was postponed to 7 o'clock. We finally made it on track, and... Um, we had a few restarts. Uh, those are always nerve-wracking there because the nature of the track is uh, front straightaway so wide and uh, funnels up into uh, basically one car width to uh, to make it through the corner. Uh, but very inviting when you're P3 or P5. Uh, the the leader is uh, the reference point for braking, uh, um, and uh, it makes it for you know great action in turn one. Um, but we uh, we dodged a lot of bullets during that race. We had a fast car, so that helped a lot. Uh, team did a great job. So um, yeah, I came out on top. That was uh, that was good. I'm probably not supposed to say this, but I was at the Kentucky Speedway covering the event uh, there for MRN. But was sitting in the media center watching the NASCAR Pinty's race, and it was an incredible event from start to finish. Bring us through the restarts and in particularly I guess the last two restarts uh, the one before the the overtime and then the one that ultimately finished the race uh, the commentators on the broadcast thought a couple of times that you had jumped the start but you, you would accelerate and then you'd back off and let everyone catch you and you'd accelerate again a couple of times in the corners that led up to the green flag is there more to it than just warming up the tires uh, bring us through those restarts from your you know under your helmet yeah, basically, it's not try to not trying to accelerate or not. I just I don't want to be on the outside of the corner. So uh, when I end up on the outside of the corner, I accelerate to get in front of the guy in P2, so uh, I can basically uh, squeeze in and stay on the rubber line. Uh, the marble uh, quite bad in those corners. Um, the pickup is is pretty bad. So uh, I'm in the last uh, in the last game, you know, the last four corners i'm just trying to make sure that you know because we can't weave and we can't clean the tire that um i'm not getting bad pickup and uh will create you know like um you know a pretty horrible car in turn one and two so uh the fact that i accelerate is just so i can get in front of the guy that's beside me and i can turn in and stay on the clean line makes sense and it worked out for you landed your way in victory lane there but we talked about it a little bit earlier in the show in the first segment. And last year, you about had this race in the bag. You were dominant the entire time. But eventually, things didn't really work out in your favor. Was this a race that you had circled for redemption? Yes, yes, kind of. Um, but again, um, you know, this particular track, you know, because of the nature of the wide front straightaway and massive braking zone going into one, um you're you're almost like a sitting duck, but you're also the reference for everybody else. Where are you going to position your car and where are you going to start braking? So if you brake very, very deep and you put yourself in a position that you brake maybe too deep to avoid uh, uh, possible passing, um, you end up wide and they, they're going to crisscross you. Uh, if you brake a bit too soon to be cautious, then they're going to brake just a little bit later than you and they're going to use you to, you know, like uh, get in your door and, and stop themselves. So it's, it's something you can't get away with it. And last year, I was quite nice. I was maybe uh, a little bit too nice, and I left the door open. 
Um, but again, as we can see in the second to last restart, I really got super tight. I left literally no lane on the inside to get past. But uh, the guy on the outside uh, had an amazing braking and uh, was able to make the corner. And uh, when you break that tight the way I was, you have to break early. If not, you're not going to make the corner and you're going to run into the door of the, the guy on the outside. So um, no matter what you do, uh, you're going to leave a lane open. Either you're leaving it on the outside or on the inside. So it's... Um, like I said, it's the nature of the track, but, you know, fortunately for us, we, we had a fast car. We had a fast car last year. Um, the uh, the restart last year uh, didn't play in our favor, and uh, we got we got hit from the guy in, 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 um, in fourth place, so we lost the time to get back. And, but this year, we, um, you know, we forced our way through turn one and try to keep the lead and, uh, and maintain that lead all the way through, uh, through the checker. That fast car, the number 18, owned by series veteran, longtime competitor, in fact, in Scott Steckley. Uh, this season for you, running for him full-time. The season, four races, four different winners, a very competitive year in the NASCAR Pinty Series. You currently sit third in points, 14 points out of the lead. How would you rate the first third of your season thus far? I would say that um, uh, content, um, it seems like... Uh, you know, with with uh, with two road course races and two oval race um, out of the four first four races, it's it's not where we want to be. Um, we always end up having some issues at Mossport, the first round where we are super strong. Um, it's 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 what it is. Our championship always turns around around Toronto, uh, even though we should be scoring you know a lot of points on in race one. Uh, there's always something that happens. So. Uh, it's uh, it's been the story of our team, and we uh, then we play catch up um, to get back. But uh, this race was important to us to score maximum points. Um, we're a little bit behind on our uh, oval program. I think we we worked super hard. The team did a lot of stuff over the winter, and uh, with the new general tire, I think we got uh, a bit surprised uh, the way the car reacts on oval. But um, but very happy with the way the car reacts on road course and uh, and even so I would say that the road course tires are so fun to drive. I mean it's just like pushing the car to to a limit that uh, uh, I never seen before with those uh, Pinty's car and and it becomes quite fun on in qualifying and and now those tires are also having a bit more deck so you need to have tire management so proper racing and. Uh, it's uh, it's very enjoyable to uh, to race like that. Uh, we just have to step up our our program on the oval and make sure that we adapt our car to what the generals are, and uh, I think we should be okay. And on the topic of your oval program, the next race for the NASCAR Pinty Series, a midweek show next week, July 24th, Twin 125s at Wynette Group Raceway. Um, how are you guys feeling about that race? That's a race of attrition with two big lap races at an oval track. Yeah, I mean, I think the, tra- the track is really nice, and uh, there's always a lot of you know fans. Uh, they have chalets, uh, big suites, uh, a lot of support you know from the city. Uh, but like you're saying, two two 125 lap race with very little time in between doesn't allow you to um, to come out of race one with uh, with a damaged car. Uh, that could be very very bad for your championship um last year we were okay we came out with two podiums uh, out of three races in our western trip so 
hopefully we can maintain that sort of pace um, and uh, and have a bit of luck. Um, but I think if we if we improve our car the way it was the first two races and we can run up front, I think it helps a lot, you know, staying out of trouble. Yeah, the doubleheader in Saskatoon on July 24th. Then three nights later, you go back to Edmonton where you won a couple of years ago. So three races in three days, all on an oval. How comfortable are you on ovals now after a few years in this series? We've known you for years as a street racer and a, and a road course racer, but uh, it looks like you've adapted these ovals nicely the last few seasons. Yeah, uh, there was a season, I think it was 2016, where we won three ovals. Um, and uh, one of the ovals we actually dominated, we, we, we lapped the entire field. It, it was, uh, we did, I think, 260 six laps with with no caution so um it was uh it was great um i love them honestly i really love them but the series is becoming so competitive and and you know good cars good drivers uh super tight um so you know there was a time where i think when i was watching you know from outside you know the window was much bigger where where your setup was a bit outside of the box you you, you set it up in the race you were adjusting your car you could make ground but now, I mean, it's so tight between everybody that if you're a bit out of the window, uh, you know, you're P10. And, you know, P10 is, is not acceptable for our team. I know the 22 racing team is, uh, is working in, in a way that uh, we want to run in the top three regularly. So, um, yeah, so basically, you know, you can't afford being outside of the window and uh, not being in the window. You're paying the price dearly uh, just from how, how tight everything is uh, these days. The NASCAR Pinty Series obviously always putting on very competitive races, always comes down to a great finish from what I've seen. But again, thank you for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast this uh, today, and congratulations on your win this past weekend at Toronto. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. That was Alex Tagliani this past weekend's winner in the NASCAR Pinty Series at Toronto. They will go to Winant Group Raceway in just over a week, um, Wednesday, July 24th. But when we returned, there was a couple other drivers who found their way into victory lane this past weekend. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers O Rewards points in store and online. Earn points on everything from replacement parts to tools and accessories. And for every 150 points collected, you'll get a $5 reward. Earn points any way you shop. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. 
more of NASCAR's International Series were also in action this past weekend as the NASCAR Euro Series took to Venray, the only oval on the circuit. It was Loris Hazeman picking up the win in Elite One, followed by uh, Nicola Roca and Jacques Villeneuve. And then in Elite Two, it was Viltoro Shirelli and Myatt Snyder in Elite Two there. Also, the Peak Mexico, Mexico Series was at El Dorado, and it was Ruben Rovello who picked up the win over Irwin Vences and Abraham Cauldron, rounding out the top three. A lot of international racing this past weekend, a lot of short track racing as well here in the States. South Boston Speedway had twin 75-lap features to the late models. Peyton Sellers won them both, extending his point lead at that track. The next race, July 27th, for National Night Out, a 100-lap late model event in a couple of weeks' time. Steven Kopchick picked up his first SK modified win in a couple of seasons at the Stafford Motor Speedway on Friday night. Keith Rocco won the special TC 13-lap Ted Christopher tribute race also on Friday night. They're back in action this week. And uh, Dylan Swinehart picked up the modified win at Grandview Speedway in Pennsylvania. And on the West Coast, Tucson Speedway off this past weekend. They're back in action for the summer sizzle this week, where the early forecast calls for a high of 102 degrees this Saturday. Ooh, it will be hot. It'll be hot at New Hampshire <laughs> Speedway as well this up and coming weekend. The NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour with double events, the All-Star Race on Friday and on Saturday. Their race, as well as the KN East, joins us at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Also, short track racing on action or on tap this weekend as the Hampton Heat, another part of the Triple Crown, um, in action at Langley Speedway. Definitely want to pay attention to that. Absolutely. A lot of racing, and I can't wait to get up to New Hampshire. It's one of my favorite weekends of the year with all the different divisions in action, plus the Modifieds times two. Going to be fun. We'll have lots to talk about next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, so look forward to doing it again. For producers Craig Moore and Brian Yesowich, Kyle Ricky, I'm Hannah Newhouse, and we'll see you next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on MRN.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.